0: Merry Christmas and welcome to The Difference. I'm talk radio guy Dan O'Donnell alongside Annex Wealth Management guy Dave Spano. And Dave, I think it goes without saying we got to start the show by saying Merry Christmas to you. Thank you for your support, your continued support of the Dan O'Donnell Show radio program, our continued business partnership, but most importantly, thank you. For your friendship, I genuinely enjoy talking to you each and every week on this podcast on the radio, and look forward to a, a strengthened partnership and friendship in the new year, my friend.
1: Yeah, so so do we, and I really appreciate. It. I was at an event this past weekend, and uh, and someone said to me, "Boy," he said you you and Dan, man, you guys are besties. I'm like, yeah, listen, we, we go way back, so I really appreciate it. And more importantly, uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. You have a beautiful young family that is that's uh, really fun. This is a really a great time of the year.
0: Yeah, it really is. I mean, my eight-year-old daughter couldn't possibly be more excited. I mean, she wakes up every morning before we do and goes hunting for the elves on a shelf. <laughs> we don't just have one elf on a shelf. We have two. We have a boy elf, which came when my 12-year-old son was very young. He's Jingle. Yeah. And then when my daughter turned about five or six, a girl elf joined Jingle. And of course, his or her name is bell mm-hmm. so we have jingle and we have bell the two elves and she is just she's in in the the prime of well you know she's getting a little old and you know when kids get to that age first second third grade what happens but it's always a magical time of year you know the spirit of christmas is alive in everyone the spirit of generosity and i just i I love it it really is my favorite time of year and i hope it is for you too but it's it's also dave as we sort of get down to business here it's also a time when you really do need to take stock of where you are financially especially as we're staring at what i believe you've called the most anticipated recession in the history of recessions.
1: yeah right so I mean, there's no question that we are headed for a slowdown, and just so weird. Yeah, it actually kind of fires me up a little bit when you increase the money supply, like the Federal Reserve did, that is inflationary. You know, that people think that prices going up is inflation. It's inflating the money supply. That's the true economic background of that. And they increased the money supply, whatever it was, 30% over the history. So, I mean, it's been a substantial increase. And what happens when, when you do that? You push prices up. And, of course, who gets hurt the most are those who can least afford it. And so, prices went up. Rent for gas, grocery store, and now, to get it under control, control, they have to do a number of things. That means higher interest rates, which mean higher costs for borrowing. And number two, what they're trying to do is undo this really strong employment environment that we have. Think about a fifty year low of unemployment. So they have to turn that around. And they how they do that? They want the unemployment rate to go up. Well who's going to lose those jobs? Those least Able to afford it, and that's really what yep. we've done. So we've raised the prices, and now we're going to put people out of jobs. And just, I, I'm just shocked, Dan, that there's just not an uproar by those people that say that they look out for the lower income people. It's just
0: shocking. Yeah, me. It, it, yeah, it always sort of irritates me about that because the the whole issue with inflation, inflation is easily the most regressive tax that we have, right? right? Yep. And we're in this mess because of inflationary policies. Yep. I promised myself I wouldn't get this worked up on the podcast before Christmas, peace on earth, mercy mild, all that, (laughs) but it's just, it's so infuriating that now we're dealing with the consequences of these inflationary policies and it's like we've learned absolutely nothing and especially at Christmas time, we're on the precipice of people Really, truly suffering as a result of those consequences. And he said that, Dan. He said, Chairman
1: Paul said, it. he said, America, there's going to be suffering, there's going to be pain. These are his words. He said that yeah. this this is coming. Well,, shh, I almost swore there. You, you put us you put us in a position where you know, you increase the money supply, and then on top of it, there was all of this fiscal stimulus that went out, not needed right? And uh, right. They, they say, well, in retrospect, we didn't know. Well, if you increase money supply, you're going to have inflation. That's that's just the fact. And now you're going to have an unemployment rate that's going up. And by the way, for those who can least afford it, they're going to get hit. And on the other side, it is hitting the wealth effect. And the wealth effect means if your 401k goes down, if your portfolio goes down, if the appreciation of your house goes down, that decreases your wealth. And here in the United States, two-thirds of GDP comes from that. And if you don't have the confidence of that, you're just going to have a spiraling effect. So they need to think this through, and they, they haven't done it.
0: Yeah, they certainly do. And, and it, it it seems like none of this has been thought through. I mean, from the moment the Biden administration took over, We were told, I mean, let's do a quick little history lesson almost two years ago. Oh, no, 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 no. Larry Summers sounding the alarm. I'll never forget this. February 4th, 2021. I highlighted this on my radio show and said, look, this is like the granddaddy of liberal economists saying... You are risking massive inflation with this $1.9 trillion stimulus. The response we got was, well, we have Janet Yellen as our Treasury Secretary, and she's dealt with this before. And they said he, they are, said he didn't know what he was talking about. That's what they said, Right, too. Yeah. right. Yellen, Yellen said, well, with all due respect to my predecessor, I've spent my career dealing with it. Yeah, okay, you've dealt with it poorly, all right? And the fact that they poo-pooed it and then tried to lie to us and say, well, it's transitory, it's transitory. And then, and then to to me, and I still, you and I disagree about this because I'm going to be, I'm going to be like tinfoil hat conspiracy Dan right now. All right, and conspiracy Dan says they knew that if they took action on inflation early, it would crash the economy before the midterms, and Democrats couldn't allow that to happen because Republicans would have won everything. So now we're going to feel the effects of a massive recession after all of these rate hikes. So instead, when the rate hikes should have been coming in 2021, they came in. 2022, so the lagging effect has them take effect in 2023, when we're safely past the election, far enough away from the presidential election. Yeah. Now, you don't think that's, you think it was just incompetence. I think it's a combination well, that's of incompetence and that's evil. political that, stratagem.
1: Well, that's evil. It's it's absolute evil, if that is the case. And I'm just trying to find, here we are heading into Christmas. I'm trying I'm trying to say that's, that they're not evil. They may have bad ways. They may have not have the same policy thinking, but I don't know that they're evil. That would be evil if they did that to say, we're going to purposely do those things and hurt Americans, because that's what happened. That is what's happening. So that's where I am on, on that idea. But you talk about What happens? There's just going to be a change in monetary policy. A policy, monetary policy since 2007, 2008, we had quantitative easing. Money into the economy, and that supports a lot of things. And now we're switching that to quantitative tightening, taking money out, and that's going to have a dramatic effect. We haven't seen a short-term interest rate, a Fed funds rate, of 4.5% since 2006, that's 15 years, that's, there's a whole investing class, there's a whole group of professionals in this business that haven't seen an interest rate that high and likely going higher. So, you know, there's certainly a change in monetary policy
0: on the doorstep. And you know, this is a big reason, Dave, that you need to have a professional. Working with and for you as a fee only fiduciary, taking a look at your personal portfolio yep. to make sure you know what you own, why you own it, and if you're able to withstand. I mean, look, 2022 has been a terrible year for markets, but there is a way to ensure that your portfolio isn't as hard hit. You can still make money in a bear market. You can still make money in a recession. This isn't like a get rich quick scheme. Okay, We're not telling you to invest with Sam Bankman Freed or anything like that, but there are always sectors that will overperform. And that's what the people at Annex Wealth Management do is they Take a look at what it is you're invested in, what sectors, what stocks, what positions, and they say, okay, here's what we see coming, and here's how we can go and help you. And all you need to do is to go to AnnexWealth.com, get a free wealth metric. It's a portfolio review, and we always strongly encourage you to do it. It's Think of it as a Christmas gift to yourself. Uh, and the the end of the year, Dave, is, is really a good time. I know it's like the busiest time of the year. There's like the two busiest weeks of the entire year right now. But this is something that you should consider doing before the first of the year. Hard to get through a
1: full financial plan here in the next couple of weeks, but there's something that those people listening to this can do, and that's some tax planning. We've put a tax planning guide on our website, and we're certainly not trying to take this podcast and put it into an infomercial for you and I. We're really just saying there's stuff that you can do that your listeners can do here, and the, and the tax planning guide is you know it talks about things that you can do. Tax losses, for example, everyone's got some losses in their portfolio. Should you You take those and offset them against some gains. There's still some conversions, there's going to be carry forwards. But rebalancing your portfolio as you go into the end of the year, making sure that you're positioned correctly. I mean, you look at the sectors, one sector in particular, energy, something that we have talked about throughout the year, has done really, really well. And and you look at, it's still a minor portion of the S&P as far as sector weight. So there's still opportunities in different sectors maybe going down cap from large cap to small cap. I mean, the big mega cap companies under pressure, and maybe internationally, maybe 2023 is an opportunity for international plays. So, a lot of stuff to do in your portfolio uh, before the end of the year and, and start that process. But this podcast is about the intersection of politics and the economy, and that's the reason why we spend so much time talking about monetary policy, fiscal yeah. policy, and now geopolitical risks are still there. And we see China, we see Russia, the issues around the world, geopolitical risks are, are still there as well, effects on people portfolios.
0: Yeah. And it's inevitable that it's going to affect the things that go on in the broader world obviously have impacts with you. And I guess the question I have, Dave, and I, I don't want you to you know, look into your crystal ball or anything like that, but I was actually talking with a friend of mine a couple of days ago, and he thinks that we could see another 20 30% down, which would be absolutely terrifying. Uh, and another buddy, who's a bit more well versed in investing, says, ah, "You know, I think we might be at or near the bottom mm-hmm. right now." Okay, this is what I would say mm-hmm. to that. So this was yeah. Which, so, which way do you lean? All
1: right, so earnings are coming out, and earnings uh, there's been earnings revisions, and what does that mean? That means that the analysts had said that the S and P five hundred is you know could go as high as, as $250, you know, if you take up the aggregate earnings of the S&P 500. Well, those have been re- revised down to maybe 225 somewhere in that neighborhood. There are some that says there are further revisions coming. And, the you know, the most bearish one that we're seeing is about $200. So if you take $200, the S&P 500, and put a a, a multiple on that, 200 times 16 the long term average uh, you know 16 16 and a half that's 3200 on the S&P 500 we're at 3800 uh, the day of this recording so you know there is some reasonable argument to say that we're still overvalued but what people shouldn't do is anchor there right so say let's assume that comes to fruition and you get yeah. down to 3200 that does not mean that you're going to be anchored there forever and that's what people have to remember at right. some point we're going to go to Back to where we were on the S&P 500, and that was 4,800. It's just a matter of the time that's going to take to get there. So don't get anchored. There certainly is some downward pressure as we see these earnings revisions come out, Dan, and that's what people are going to have to watch for, especially as we start earnings season in
0: January. Well, and that just speaks to the flexibility with which you have to manage your portfolio, yep, right? for sure. This isn't like a set it and forget it proposition anymore. You can't just sit and watch you know, stocks uh, accumulate value for 10, 20 years because of the changing dynamic fluid nature of markets. That's
1: it. And, and the dynamic nature of policy. Monetary policy, fiscal policy, geopolitical risks, that certainly means that the situation has changed. Someone's moved the cheese, no doubt about it. So go ahead and go through that process. And let me just end with Dan. I really appreciate our relationship and looking for 2023 and your expanded role, of course, on your your radio station,
0: too. So really
1: looking forward to that as well.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to trying to fill five hours of radio (laughs) a day. We might have to to expand the Dave Spano uh, two-minute segment on the Dan O'Donnell Show to like a 45-minute segment on the Mark Belling Show. I'm in, brother. I'll be there for you. (laughs) Dave, it is always a pleasure talking to you, and it's always a pleasure for those of us listening, for those listening to this podcast. uh, We do thank you for it and uh, wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. Thank you. The cat I'm Dan O'Donnell for Dave Spano. Thank you so much for listening to The Difference. Annex Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor. For more information about our firm, please visit AnnexWealth.com. The information in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only, and is subject to change without notice. Opinions expressed are those of the participants and don't necessarily reflect those of Annex Wealth Management, its producers, hosts, or guests. The host of the podcast is compensated for his endorsement of. Annex Wealth Management. Information presented should not be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice, or a recommendation or solicitation for the sale of any product or strategy. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from qualified professionals to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Investments involve risks. Neither Annex Wealth Management nor its podcast participants shall be liable for losses resulting from decisions based on information or viewpoints presented on this podcast.